One's a movie buff. One watches movies just enough. Together, fun will be had by all. This is Nadine Katie at the Movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Nadine and Katie at the Movies. I'm your host, Nathan, a.k.a. Nadine, of course. And with me is my good, good friend, Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Thank you. Well, I feel a little under the weather, but could not miss this episode because it is from one of my favorite book series of all time. That's right. Let's jump right into it. We are reviewing The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, the prequel to The Hunger Games. But before we can get into the movie, we got to go over the synopsis. Coriolanus Snow mentors and develops feelings for the female District 12 tribute during the 10th Hunger Games. The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes stars Rachel Zegler, Tom Blythe, Viola Davis, Peter Dinklage, and a bunch of other people. Like we said, this is the prequel to The Hunger Games starring Jennifer Lawrence. I was a fan of those films, so I was like, I'll give this movie a chance. Even though it stars someone who's um, become infamous to a lot of people, that would be Rachel Zegler. She will be starring in Snow White, the live action version, and she's already given everybody a bad taste in their mouth about that film based on what she's talked about. So I didn't know how I was going to feel about this movie, but Katie, I will let you let me know. Have you seen, obviously you just said you're a fan of the books, but did you go see the original Hunger Games films? I have read the books and seen the movies, but not for the snakes and songbirds and snakes. I had not, I have not read that fourth book. I kind of, because it came out so much farther later after I did not pick up on it and read, just kind of missed it. (laughs) So to get right into maybe the review, it was a good enough movie, or at least the end of the story itself was good enough that I am definitely motivated. I went ahead and already Amazon Prime bought the fourth book, um, the prequel. So I'm excited. And I do miss, I mean, that started my obsession and love for Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, Hopefully, uh, Nathan, you, you may be able to post this but there's actually a picture of us from halloween a few years ago where i dressed up like katniss Um, i went through a big katniss phase Uh, my professor in college started calling me katniss because i was just die hard so i will say this was not like the new katniss for me you know there was not a character that i was in love with from this movie but i don't know if i was supposed to be when the book first came out a lot of people were Kind of is like my feeling about Star Wars when they feel like they have to tell the backstory of one of the main characters. And then this one is Coriolanus Snow, who turns out to be the big bad guy in the Hunger Games books and movies. And a lot of people were wondering, why are they making this book? Why are they trying to humanize this bad guy who is okay with letting kids go into an arena and kill each other why 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 are they trying to humanize it and i was kind of in that boat because again why why would you try to humanize a villain and that's exactly what this movie is because again it's based on the book i also did not read 
this book. I also didn't read the third Hunger Games book. I read the first two, and a lot of people talked me out of reading the third book because they said it was kind of um, boring. So I didn't read it, and so I didn't read this one. But let's get right into our likes and dislikes of this movie. I honestly only have maybe one or two likes, and it was from an acting standpoint, and that would be Viola Davis. I thought she did a phenomenal job with her character. Yes, yes, and her look. I loved her look as well. Yeah, she was dark. She was creepy. She was just an evil person, and it made sense that under this person, Coriolanus Snow would turn into who he turns into. Rachel Zegler actually didn't annoy me as much as I thought she was going to. I think her and Viola Davis were the only two, Peter Dinklage too, probably, were the only three people that I feel like were actually trying to portray characters and everyone else. Oh no, you're, you're leaving out the main president snow. Yeah. I just thought he was bland. I thought he was boring. Mm. I thought he was bland. I thought his cousin was kind of bland. Everyone in this movie was bland, except I think Rachel Zegler, surprisingly Viola Davis and Peter Dinklage. No, you're, you're missing out on one more person. I got a, and the guy that's the host, the TV host. I thought he was too. He, I, I, he was trying I to him. just be an imitation of what we've already seen before, and so that's why I didn't really like, like him that much. I didn't I like find a more him timid funny. version. It was a little more timid version of it because it's like still fresh. But um, what's the character name? Lucretius. Yeah, I thought he was. I his jokes landed for me personally. Well, good for you. But honestly, the, that's my only few likes for this movie. Everything else, mm. I thought. Because it's it kind of like how I felt about the books. But before we get into our, my dislikes, Katie, would you like to divulge your likes about this film? Yeah, I had I had a lot of likes. Uh, I thought the acting was great. I, I had no problem with Snow. I do think that when you have an origin story like this, the difficult thing you're doing with a movie is you cannot really, unless you put a narrator in there, you can't express the guy's thoughts, right? So there's a lot of acting that he's having to do with his face that I'm sure the book goes into much detail about what he's thinking and how he's processing. In fact, there's like a big moment at the end where it's almost like a one minute long, just silent. And he's kind of frantic. And you, you know, you can, if I think if we could understand what he's thinking, it would be more exciting. I liked the movie overall. I thought that the CGI was good. Like any CGI pieces, except for there's a bombing at one point during the games and that looks really bad i would say like there's like dust kicked up and uh, the green screen looks weird uh, but everything else i thought the capital was portrayed really great i thought it was beautiful i, I liked the kind of blend between older style like it's supposed to be in the future but they kind of make it look like it's a little more old timey i really liked the plot so i don't know if i can give that to the movie itself because the book's earning that but I liked it. And to defend, I I wasn't sure if I was going to mention as a dislike how long it was because it was a really long movie. They could have very well broken it into two movies like they did the last, uh, the third book. And I'm glad they did not. I don't think there was enough content for two movies. So I will take this as like a compromise. Um, So knowing that, I feel like it was fine. Although you do like look down at your watch and you're like, this guy's not even close to being evil yet. Like how much time do we have left? 
So, I, yeah, I liked it. Uh, again, I thought the costuming was great. I thought the singing was beautiful. But to get into my dislikes, some of the music was just weird. I'm like, is this a musical? Like some of the songs where he's just she's just like sitting on a rock and playing guitar. That makes sense. But when they almost like stop the plot to have her sing and like perform, I'm like, this feels hokey. This is not, this is taking me out of the movie. To go right into negatives. Rachel, I'm sorry. You're, you're kind of like Carol Danvers or uh, Brie Larson for me. That any interview, I've tried so hard to look up interviews where she sounded kind and I can't find any. She just seems like a brat in real life. And so every scene I watched, because she comes across as a, a strong character, right? That's the whole point. She's supposed to be very, she's out for herself. You know, you can't really tell who she's, whose side she's on, but she's really just on her, her own side. So anything she did that was like that just made me think, oh yeah, selfish. Rachel Zegler. And that's one of my dislikes too. Uh, obviously, I guess if you read the book, you would know that I guess her character sings and this movie has her singing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like not maybe, even a maybe little they had to bit. justify why they put her in the movie. They're like, well, that's all she can really do is sing. So we got to make her sing. I, I, mean, I her guess lines. it, it kind of makes me want to read the book just to see how much she actually sings. Or did they just say, hey, Rachel Zegler, you're going to be in Snow White and we want. Oh, and you're also in West Side Story and you sang in that, too. So let's make you sing so people know she can sing. I, I, I was like, OK, after like the second song. I, I, OK, I get it. She sings. She's a singer. But Katniss didn't say, have to sing to make the audience right. like her. She was just and there was Katniss. a little bit of music in it. There was like some like the Hanging Tree song pops up in this movie. And I really like that song from the other movies. And so, yeah, there's like a smidgen of music for sure. I think that's appropriate, especially if it's like acapella and feels very raw. But overproduction. To go on again about her as well, her accent just was awful for me. Oh my gosh, it was so bad. Like what? She sounded like a hillbilly. And I don't, that's not quite the, she's supposed to be basically like a gypsy, but I guess a hillbilly gypsy, her accent was way off. It took me out of the movie every time she spoke. And it wasn't even consistent. I don't know why that was a choice that the director made. Obviously, it was a choice the director made. And I don't un- I don't understand it. And the thing is that this is the same director who directed the original Hunger Games. So he he obviously loves the books and loves the stories. I just don't know why he went in that direction with her character. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was Katniss from District 12? She was. And okay. that's why there's some allusion to, um, at one point, Lucy Gray picks up a plant. She goes, oh, this is called Katniss. And yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I was wondering when they were going to do a nod to the originals. There Wh- it is. Which does, it does make it kind of neat because then you think about when Snow meets this girl from District 12, this powerhouse, like, it actually really puts a lot more weight on that because... Oh, I'm imagining all that flashback of, you know, his girl that he had from District 12. Uh, so I, I do really like that connection. Other dislikes you had? Because it seems like you said you had more dislikes than likes. She's pretty much my only one. And I didn't like the violence, but it's also hilarious I say that because it's a movie. <laughs> People killing each other. Uh, but there was just some violent scenes, which I was like, ugh. I didn't like it. And I've also heard it's less violent than the book. So maybe they actually calmed it down. I think a lot of the violence is alluded to. They don't really show that much violence, but like it's kind of like when you hear the noises and you know, you just know something happened. 
that's kind of where the violence is in this film. So it didn't really yeah, bother the, the me whole, that much. The movie starts out with a guy chopping someone's leg off and like being a cannibal. <laughs> does it? Yeah, he doesn't like eat, but like, in the book, apparently he does. But the first scene is the kids like see this man hacking off a leg and the kids like, why is he doing that? And the And his little cousin goes, some people need to eat. Oh, yeah. OK, OK. Yeah. yeah. But I, I guess I didn't. I mean, it was so shot far away that it you couldn't. I didn't know that that's what he was doing. I didn't. I mean, I figured he was eating somebody, but I didn't see him drop off the person's leg. Anyway, so let's go. Other to, let's go to one of my other dislikes. And it kind of goes hand in hand with how I felt about the book, even though I haven't read it. I think this movie is unnecessary. Just like with Star Wars, I didn't need to know why he became evil. Like, why can't people just be evil because they're evil? Why do they have to have something traumatic happen to them to become evil? It's like Darth Vader. Why did Darth Vader have to have a, a wrecked relationship with someone <laughs> for oh him to turn gosh. evil? I like it. I actually do like it. And to agree with you, though, it's unfortunate. The first thing I Googled when I got out was, is there another one? Because um, I didn't, again, I didn't like remember. I don't, I didn't read the book, so I didn't know if we stopped halfway through the book or not. But it is kind of weird to like introduce Lucy Gray and introduce young Snow and we just get the one movie like it's done. Like there's nowhere else to go with that. So, yeah, to, to reintroduce all of us to Hunger Games and then only provide one movie. It's really weird. Well, here's the thing. I bet they did plan on revitalizing the franchise. But just like with almost every single movie nowadays, it's bombing in the box office. It's not doing well. and so. I don't know if they're like, hey, uh, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. They need to stop rebooting, reintroducing franchises. Just leave them alone. I mean, if you like the book, okay, fine. Go read the book. I don't think this needed to be a movie. I, I, I just, because here's the thing. It is a two hour and 37 minute movie. Then you add in previews. Then you add in Nicole Kidman. I went to a 7.15 showing. I didn't get out until after midnight. That is ridiculous. Yeah, I actually uh, watched it in two parts. I, I left the theater and came and came back another time. <laughs> I ran out of time. I didn't even get there at 7.15. I, I tried to do what you said, you know, was, but I thought I was like, okay, I'm like 15 minutes late to this movie. I think I'm good. And then I get in 24. there and still previews going on. 24 minutes. I've, I've nailed it. I've timed it. Yeah. It was like almost 30 minutes of previews. And then you add on the stupid Nicole Kidman thing. And it's, it's a three hour movie. It's no, that was dumb. So I, I basically went over all my dislikes. I thought it was unnecessary. A lot of singing and the bland acting. I thought, which in the original hunger games movies, the acting was kind of the same. So I don't know what that says about the fact that I liked. Maybe it was because Rachel Zegler was in it. I don't know. Did you notice that they actually had the girl with Down syndrome in the tributes? Yes. And, you know, it, it feels vicious because you know, normally when you see someone with Downs in a movie, you'd be like, oh, well, they're obviously not going to get killed because you can't kill a Down person. But boom, they just, you know, Lucy Gray. <laughs> No, not Lucy Gray. The uh, snakes get her. Yeah, that was. But I just and and we didn't have to watch it. But again, I just thought that was really cool that they were able to do an appropriate version of what I think you and I kind of talk about a lot, which is appropriate representation. Like we're not about 
not having representation. It's about the check a box. And this didn't feel like check a box because they just treated her like anybody else. And I, I thought that was really cool. Um, but it was still sad to watch her die. And did you know that the person playing Tigress is a transgender person? I did not know that. It didn't feel like a check the box for me because I didn't even notice it. So like for me, it didn't, it wasn't an issue. It was just like, okay, great. Well, movie didn't change for me. Didn't feel like they flaunted that. It wasn't very obvious. So to me, I mean, it was just, would have never been the wiser. They, they <laughs> did try to promote it a lot, but obviously you didn't pay attention to the news. So, well, I, because, and the funny thing is all I knew going into this movie was that I didn't, I do not like Rachel Ziegler. And I was very worried it would ruin the movie for me. It did not. If I only had one final critique, and it's from what I've read, it's actually the book's fault, not necessarily the movie. But the the rush from him being a kind person to an evil person feels real fast. Like, we're at the last 10 minutes of the movie, and he starts showing signs of being a bad dude. So to me, that's, it's just, that's not realistic to turn that quickly. But... Maybe it only takes one thing, one event to turn you. Well, you know the saying, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So the whole time he's trying to do these good things, like trying to save her, but they're actually, he's cheating and he's still helping her kill people. And he himself Mm -hmm. is killing people thinking he's doing this for her. She's only as valuable to him because it's something he wants. Because he also throws his best friend under the bus. So yeah, to your point, even the kind things he's doing for someone else is still someone else that he has a romantic feelings for. That is The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Let's go ahead and rate this thing. But before we do that, I want to give our listeners just a sneak peek of what we're going to be reviewing for our first movie of December. Take a listen. Three, two, one. One second. Let me catch my breath. <laughs> Once upon a time stood Rosas, the most magical kingdom, founded by a king with the power to grant wishes. You are their handsomest, most beloved king. You're right. I am a handsome king. I'm so nervous, I think I'm going to explode. My best friend, the king's apprentice. Is my mouth drooping? I feel like it's drooping. Asha, come with me. The wishes of Rosas. Wow. People give their wishes to me, and I grant the wishes I am sure are good for Rosas. Some of these will never be granted. Not some. Most. They deserve more than... I decide what everyone deserves. So I look up at the stars to guide me. I wish. And throw caution to every warning sign. You spoil us with your magic. I didn't do it. What? Last night, I made a wish on a star. Uh, (laughs) and the star answered. I'm talking. I am talking. Who knew my voice would be this low? I believe I have just been threatened. Who would dare threaten you? I have no response to that. (laughs) There is a traitor amongst us. Find Asha. It's a dead end. With unsanded mahogany. Oh, good find, Valentino. My butt found it. 
I started this. I have to finish it. What is going on in there? Okay, ladies! Your wings can't fly, but your voices can! <laughs> That's right, we're going to be reviewing Disney's newest animated film to celebrate 100 years of Disney Wish. So that's coming the first show of December. But before we can get to that, we got to rate this movie of The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Katie, I will let you go first because I believe you're probably going to rate this much higher than me. I think I will. I think I will. Uh, I was entertained. I was scared. I laughed. And it was very motivating to go read the book. And for that, I give them a five. Wow. That's that's a lot higher than me. I'm going to give this a unfortunate 2.5 out of six stars. Because I thought it was boring. I didn't care about any of the characters. Even though Rachel Zegler did a better job than I thought she was going to do. She sang a buttload of times. And I just didn't see the point in this movie. So that is The Hunger Games. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Katie, do you have anything to lead us out with? Are you? Are you? Coming to the tree. Stop singing, Rachel Zegler. Thanks for listening to Nady and Katie at the Movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you want us to watch, feel free to contact us at nadyandkatie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.